Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I was joined by Don from OptiLogic. Their cloud-native supply chain design solution called Cosmic Frog enables businesses to build digital models of future supply chains to evaluate trade-offs across cost, service, risk, and sustainability. And it was an eye-opening episode. Don is a real character. I mean, we could record 10 more shows and not run out of things to talk about. And he shared his views on the future of supply chain technology, why businesses need to stop focusing so heavily on optimization, and why OptiLogic are revolutionaries blowing up the world order. If you listen to anything this week, make it this episode. It's a classic. You can catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com, on our YouTube channel, or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. It was episode 376. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. When you're looking for cutting-edge resources on innovation and trends across supply chain, where do you go? What about when you're on a mission to find like-minded professionals and cultivate relationships that go beyond an emoji reaction? And what about when you're trying to generate leads, build campaigns, and get ahead of the game in the unique world of supply chain marketing? Supply Chain has been missing a single collaborative hub that brings people and ideas together in an environment that is safe yet stimulating for everyone. Until now. Just one platform that's as dynamic and innovative as you are. Welcome to the Secret Society of Supply Chain, a private network for the supply chain community. An industry first brought to you by supply chain media entrepreneur, Sarah Barnes-Humphrey. The Secret Society of Supply Chain brings professionals of all backgrounds and experience levels together in the industry's largest dynamic network, focusing on industry learning and career development, as well as networking and community. The Secret Society of Supply Chain hosts all the content, connection, and creativity you need for supply chain success. But which group is for you? Well, head over to letstalksupplychain.com, find the Secret of Society banner, and take the quiz and join our waitlist. There are limited number of spots available, so make sure to get on that waitlist so that you are one of the first into the Secret Society of Supply Chain. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. It's been a while since we brought you an episode of Thoughts and Coffee on Let's Talk Supply Chain, but this recent episode was too good not to share because it was hosted by not one, but two of our super talented live show hosts. They have expertise across the supply chain, but who are they? Well, I'll let you know after the poll of the week. So the question we asked you, what's your top networking tip for supply chain professionals? Well, 40% of you said attending industry events. Wow, that's a big number. 26% of you said join professional groups. I love that one because you know that we just launched the Secret Society of Supply Chain and we've got three groups for everyone in the industry. So head over to letstalksupplychain.com to find out more. 19% of you said mentorship and 15% of you said connect with peers on LinkedIn. All of my top favorite things and I 
it's a little bit surprising that industry events are at 40%. Although I've been to a lot of events this year and they are jam packed. People are ready to talk. They're ready to network. They're ready to do business. Well, thank you to everybody who weighed in on the question of the week. Come back every Wednesday morning because we ask you a question every Wednesday on LinkedIn. Now back to today's episode. And did you guess which two live show hosts joined forces for this special episode? Well, it was DC Shvigola, host of Action Items and Hope Allen, host of No Bullshipping. And DC and Hope sat down to discuss how AI is changing the game when it comes to sustainable supply chains. They took a closer look at how companies are balancing their financial and sustainability goals the challenge of using AI for supply chain sustainability, and how choosing the right technology will improve your supply chain. If it wasn't already, sustainability has to be top of mind for organizations as we head into 2024. So learning about how technology can help and tuning into resources like this one is essential for all supply chain leaders. So go grab a cup of coffee and your notebook and get ready to be inspired. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Thoughts and Coffee. My name is DC Sfregola. I am sitting in for Sarah Barnes-Humphrey this week as she travels around the globe. Um, as you guys know, October, November, we are in the middle of conference season and just talking innovation with everyone, meeting new friends, um, seeing old friends, catching up. So Sarah's on the road and I am filling in for her. So we are going to do it like we did in February um, when we did this. So um, we're going to start off with a word from our sponsors. Uh, what are your business's supply chain challenges? Too much inventory on hand? Too many disruptions and stockouts? Are there too many steps and touch points involved? Fast and All can tailor a solution from automated bins that monitor your inventory 24-7 to vending devices that help you track and control the products that keep your business running. Go to fastandall.com slash LTSC, that's Let's Talk Supply Chain, LTSC, to see how. Fast and All, where industry meets innovation. Right, so thank you to our sponsors. Um, what do we have going on here at Let's Talk Supply Chain? Always tons of stuff. Um, this week's latest episode of Women in Supply Chain is episode 364 with Lisa Morales. I happen to know her. She is a powerhouse. I love the work she's doing in textiles. I love the investments that they are doing. She and her team in um, all of the different uh, supply chain SaaS startups related to textiles and innovations and uh, make sure that you check that out. Upcoming events for the week. Let's see what we have coming up. Um, our upcoming events, we have, oh, my show is there. Uh, we're going to be talking digital transformation pitfalls in supply chain with Klaus and Pink. The, we're, we're hoping that we're maybe going to get Michael Chato to join with us. They are the authors of Tribal F's Up Digital and Michael's traveling. So we may get him, we may not, but we're definitely going to have Klaus. Um, we have how IA is how AI is improving supply chain sustainability. That's today. Um, so I have a special guest who's going to join me to talk things uh, AI, supply chain, sustainability. 
As I mentioned, Sarah's on the road um, in Amsterdam, also virtual at DPW Automation. And then uh, we have the NMFTA Digital Solutions Conference coming up as well. And there is even more. <laughs> uh, we have Bloom and Vision coming up next month, Women in Supply Chain Forum here in Atlanta. So if you're going to be in town, I will be here as well. We'll be happy to see you there. And then Manifest. I've been seeing a lot of emails already coming through um, for Manifest. So if you guys are going to be traveling, thinking about sponsoring, uh, February is going to be here before you know it. It is time to go ahead and start booking those booths, booking that travel, booking hotels. Um, all righty. So we did all of that. And now I've got a special guest who I have done this with before and so happy to have her back. Hello, Miss Hope. How are you? Hi, DC. How are you? I am making what is Tuesday? Feels like Wednesday. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Brianna is waving. I think that's what that comment said. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Brianna. <laughs> Hi, Brianna. Hey, Sophia. Um, great to see uh a close virtual friend, Sophia. Um, I've never met her in person. I've got my little one in the back who is sick. And yeah. he is going to be hanging out with us today as well. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I understand. I've tucked mine away, so I'm hoping they don't pop out as well. So we'll be together. Mommy yes. Tuesday. <laughs> motherhood and motherhood and supply chain. Motherhood and supply chain. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All righty. So um, let hope, tell everyone who doesn't already know you, because you do your own show. Tell sure. everyone who doesn't already know you what you have going on. Sure. So I am Hope White, CEO and founder of HD Dredge and Container Services out of Metter, uh, Georgia. We are an asset-based trucking side. I'm also CEO of Logistically Speaking Online, which is a C-suite training pro program for uh, corporate executives looking to transition out of corporate into supply chain and logistics as an entrepreneur. And then I also have a show on Let's Talk Supply Chains platform, No Bullshit with Hope White. Airs every fourth Friday of the month, uh, live on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook. I don't think I realized that your um, that your training was for C-suite executives. It is. That are looking to transition. That's really, really interesting. I always um, tell people, especially, you know, women, there is tons of opportunity for Absolutely. entrepreneurship in supply chain. So it's it's really great to see that. I didn't realize that. Okay, so let's move into, and I'm, I'm going to be running fast. Um, mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be on the other side of where you are hosting versus <gasps> guesting when you're on Thoughts and Coffee. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, this 30 minutes goes by so fast. Sure, <laughs> sure. Trying to Trying to get everything in. Um, yeah. So weekly poll that we yeah. have going up, and I'm going to pull it. I, everyone go vote. You have one day left. One day um, left. Please go I, vote. I'm going to vote right now. Okay, yes. let's see. What is the biggest challenge in modern supply chain management? Is it fair if I ask you because you work oh, in please ask. I'm just going to say transportation and logistics because then it's not really fair. <laughs> um, I, I have both fingers and, and toes crossed for this. Please let me answer, right? So the answer is demand for forecasting. 
So that's right. that's the correct. You you said that with so much conviction that that is the correct answer. <laughs> there is a correct answer. <laughs> there is a correct answer. Um, I voted this morning, so you'll also go ahead and vote and see that response. But demand forecasting, I think the inability and the blindness that we're flying in in this current supply chain and logistics market is unprecedented. Um, we are literally begging our clients to provide us what volume looks like for us as HD Dredge to continue to do business. If you don't know what your volume looks like, you can't predict your revenues, you can't pay your expenses. It really is a lot, right? And so you what can't we're finding capacity. Absolutely. So what we're finding is a lot of clients literally are just like ghosting us in that conversation, right? Or giving us false hope in a sense of what is actually out there for planned volume or planned units moving forward um, over the next couple of weeks. Some can't even plan for a couple of weeks, let alone the rest of the quarter. Right. And do you guys, um, if, if I understand correctly, you guys normally do some sort of contract rate also that is based off of volume? Yes, we, we literally have contracted freight. Um, and our contracted freight volumes have fluctuated with our direct vendor. Um, and some that are not so contracted, um, they're literally non-existent at this point. So it's been really, really tough um, trying to figure out what's next for us. Yeah. And I can, you know what, I can see that um, because I think that maybe sustainability is on its own when we're looking at these, but yes. you, you have inventory management that's going to be very much heavily related to that yeah. demand forecast that yeah. you're talking about. So just like you have to give your volumes to your transportation and logistics partners. Yeah. Um, I know that we are in talks right now with three different three PLs and trying to figure out, I mean, they're asking us the same thing. How much volume do you expect? Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh, well, like, let's look at our forecast yeah. and yeah. how good is the forecast? Right. How reliable is it? How much confidence do we have in it? to actually be able to say, hey, this is what you can expect. Yeah. Um, again, like you said, capacity, right. um, especially within the warehouse, you have to figure out labor. Yeah. You know, are you picking and packing? One of the questions they ask, like, when is your yeah. peak season? How yeah. much do you expect to peak during peak season? Are we looking Absolutely. at a 20% increase, a 30% increase? Because everyone has to plan for that. Yeah. Um, so, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm... I'm not going to let you influence me, though. My okay. my original was going to be inventory management. Okay. Um, it's low, but okay. So can I? I can tell people now that I voted, and it shows me, you know, what the results are. Right. Percent demand forecasting. Fifty-seven percent of you have said demand forecasting. Thirteen percent inventory management. Yes. Lowest, lowest, lowest. 15% sustainability and 16% transportation logistics so far. So again, one more yeah. day, we'll see where that lands, but it looks like demand forecasting justifiably has a much longer, larger. Um, yes, absolutely. Of absolutely. Inventory management is not as, as high up on the chart right now <laughs> because everybody has a whole bunch of inventory. I already know what I have. I've counted that's, my units. That's why you have to manage it because <sighs> you now have too much of it. <laughs> I've managed it sitting there. It's not moving. Okay. 
<laughs> I but know what my units gonna, are. It's at risk of obsolete. It's at risk of shrinkage. Yeah. Like you got your cash tied up in that inventory. Is that you risk of shrinkage melting because it's still sitting on the pallet? What is that? <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Okay. Um, Okay, so so let's see what we've got coming up now. Okay, market update on each of our respective parts of the supply chain. So, um, which which is going to lead in very well, at least from my side, with mm -hmm. the articles that we're going to be discussing, which are you know our topic of AI data, yeah. etc. So yeah. I'm going to let you go first. What's going on in the world of dredge? Dredge, absolutely. So. Per usual, um, our as per usual, as per in, usual. nothing has changed. It's always the same. Very volatile, correct, <laughs> um, and volatile in a way that it, it's fluctuating now at a very rapid rate. Like in our market, particularly the Savannah market, we had saw some increase in volume in the last forty-five to sixty days. So we were hopeful that we were beginning to regain a sense of normalcy. Um, with capacity requests and just consistent work, right? Uh, no, um, we took a rapid drop here in the last 14 days where we literally lost about 90% of what we would see. Um, for us as a company, it just completely dropped off the map, right? So understanding that from a market perspective, we understand that the rates for the East Coast and the West Coast now marry, hmm. which was always a competitive point for us on the East Coast that that was the buying in for shippers to come yeah. over to us. But now, why? Because the West Coast is now meeting those same rates, which is, you know, uh, shiny light bulb for customers, if you will. Right, exactly. So that's one of the, the trends, um, one of the, the challenges in the market. The other thing is fuel costs have not went down, and that's nationwide, but fuel costs are not not moving. Um, and so um, we are definitely being affected from a rate standpoint of dancing on a razor blade, if you will, for profit. Um, to maintain those businesses. You can only pass so much of that to the customer. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, customers are not letting you pass anything at this time, <laughs> right? Um, and so it's really, really, really been tough in that regards, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's a tough time. Um, I, I've been talking to, you know, different people across different, I guess, nodes of the supply chain. Yes. And it's tough for different reasons for everyone <clears throat> to the, you know, the the macroeconomic state that for we, sure. we're all very well aware of. So we don't need to dive into that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say on the digital side, very mm -hmm. similar as per usual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people want to automate what doesn't exist. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. People, people want to throw things into a system without having the data to yeah. support it. Yeah. Um, and without really, truly thinking through the processes and the training. Yeah. Um, so hence the topic for my show is yeah. going to be very timely on Friday. But um, it's also been very timely for like years. So it's an ever, it is an evergreen topic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It, it is an evergreen topic. Um, yeah. So speaking of data, mm -hmm. um, you know, our and technology digital um, our first um, mm -hmm. article is going to be from um, supply 
supply and demand chain executive, mm-hmm. mastering cloud technology and ultimate yeah. guide. Yes. Um, what are some, so because the supply chain is so large and so vast, as we know, yeah. we can't all be experts in everything. Yeah. Um, so my, um, my experience and my expertise is de- definitely very much upstream. Mm-hmm. I know enough downstream with movement, production, et cetera, to be dangerous. Yes. But I'm really, you know, like on the planning side. So you talked about the demand forecasting, inventory planning, supply planning, really creating those plans mm-hmm. in an effort to improve and streamline the actual yeah. operational side of everything. For sure. So when I think about cloud technology in the transportation logistics space, I only think about the TMS. Yeah. But I'm sure there's more than that. Yeah. Yeah, there, there definitely is. Um, but that seems to be the main focal point for a lot of different companies right now is the TMS system because the optimization there will help supply chain further along down the line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what we're seeing with AI and just, you know, TMS in the cloud is there's still a lot of missing points. Um, we work closely with some, some companies, so I won't call any names specifically. Um, and, and they've been really, really good for us. Um, but it has prevented from, it has presented several challenges for us as an asset-based trucking company, because we're now on company number five with not really still the right solutions working in the cloud to help us mm-hmm. do our business every day. So mm-hmm. we're still using four and five systems, some that are cloud-based, some that are still web-based and not still seeing that technology integration into what we do every day in our business where right. it optimizes and saves us time and money. Right. You know what? That, so so Gartner recently came out with um, some new research uh, results. And uh, I, I want to say that Klaus sent it to me um, last week. And it's not one of the articles, but it's very relevant. Yeah. Um, it basically just said what you said. <laughs> you know, most, <laughs> most people, you know, the point yeah. is like better decision making, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, because ultimately you have all of these new things that do Mm -hmm. cool stuff but the point is better decision making in order to actually be able to execute for sure research found that the vast majority of uh, you know software cloud-based technology these implementations don't actually lead to better decision making right one reason or another um can we nicole can we i don't know if it's scrolling up or scrolling down is properly uh is proper but um let's see what so you know in in this ultimate guide we know challenges um in a data integration for sure yeah exactly yeah Yeah. so you mentioned the different systems so you know having these interconnected systems what has your experience been with that are there any like lessons learned, tips and tricks that you can, you know. Um, I don't want to throw anybody in the bus and I'm not going to do that, right? Um, but you I won't say, name names to no, protect I name the <laughs> And I, I think we probably need to tell some people hello over there because you got a good little people over in the chat. Um, oh, so you know, I can't see my comments. Can we? Oh. Can we flash them? Nicole, or can you? Can, I, hope, hope you go ahead and do. It. I can't. I can't see. Them. Let me run down the play real quick. All right. So, good morning. We want to tell a few people hello. Thank you so Thank much you. for being a part of this conversation with myself and DC. Uh, we have Cecil saying good morning to us. Um, Sophia says, "Great to see you, DC." Um, 
Oh, Jamal. now I see. She also says she's with hope on this one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently so are 57% of all of the other 500 people that voted. So Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Jamal says, hello, Miss Hope. Great to see you on the show again. Um, and then Rob says, so happy to see you two together. Thank you so much, Rob. We appreciate you. Um, so Sophia says, you made a very good point. People want to automate what doesn't exist. Right. You made a very good point about that. And what we're what we're seeing people because because what we're seeing it, you know, this cloud continuum AI, um, it's very much like let's get into the cloud, let's automate. Yeah. And we're having the conversation of like, let's do it in Excel first. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like, like let's let's define something before we get to the automation piece of it. And just to explain in yeah. a more public forum, aside from like the individual meetings that we're having people, the sure. reason why we do that is because you have to tell the vendor something. Something, yeah. You can't just say like, oh, we're thinking that maybe we want to do this thing because the vendor doesn't actually know what maybe this thing is. <laughs> yeah, so to your point, when you said, can I share what some of the things that we're seeing, right? Some of the things that we're seeing is um, not really having the full integrations that is promised up front for the software and no real timeline of when those integrations are going to occur. You know what I hear a lot of? And I've sat on meetings for clients mm -hmm. um, because they say, hey, we don't get the digital stuff. We don't know what the conversation right. should be. Can right. you join this meeting? Right. And then um, they say, yeah, we've got a full integration with whatever, whatever system. Right. And then I say, oh, what does that look like? Right. Is it an API? Is yeah. it, you know, are you putting it on different servers? Oh, well, it's a file download and upload. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not an integration. It's not an integration. <laughs> actually, not an integration. Not so if you're watching, that is a tip. Whenever, yes. whenever someone says absolutely, you have an integration, you always ask, what does that look like? Yeah. Is it an API? Will your team build it out? Will my team build it out? Yeah. You know, what's what does that integration really look like? And yeah. sometimes you'll sure. find out that it's not actually an integration. <laughs> sure, sure. You want to move to talking about sustainability since we have about nine minutes. Left. I do want to move to talk. Talking about sustainability. Um, so my biggest thing, and we can kind of talk about these together, um, sure. is AI driving supply chain sustainability. Mm -hmm. A lot of this is about data, what data you need. And then, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, once you have the data and what you figure out what you're tracking, then yeah. you can teach the AI how to look at those things for you. Which is right. ultimately what we want, you know, the artificial intelligence to be doing is mm -hmm. learning enough to be able to help us so that sure. we're not always thinking about these manual things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then our, our third article, which we'll get to, is also still kind of aligning with that. And, you know, what type of data points are you looking for? Yeah. Um, so I know we have Sophia and I know she's really big, like she's at HP doing amazing things. I'm interested to know, you know, what anyone in the audience is doing related to sustainability. And then hope on your end, I mean... Carbon footprint, sustainability, transportation is huge in that. How much pressure are you guys getting from your customers? So tracking and using that data so that they know, you know, part of their supply chain. So in my market right now, we're not as faced as 
as with much challenges as someone who in the California market may be or the West Coast market may be because they have a different, a higher regard. And I, I really hated to say it that way, but it's a lot different in the state of California than it is in the state of Georgia. So with us, we're still faced with what posed with the same questions of as a company, what we're doing towards sustainability, eco fuel, uh, make sure drivers are running within their hours, um, autonomous vehicles, things of that nature, the generic questions. But we don't have any pressure for anything else at this time. Yeah. Now, is that that that's surprising to me because mm -hmm. I would think that it was customer based and yeah. not necessarily region based. based. Yeah, not necessarily market based. So yeah, is that because your customers tend to also be in the same market. Well, it is also customer based. That's a very good point. It is also customer based, but there are, are different rules and regulations and laws at different states that certain customers can do certain things in certain states that they cannot. And so right now, Georgia um, does not meet, does not have to meet the same requirements as the state of California does, right? So we are not faced with that, those same pressures, right, of um, sustainability. Um, and it's a global thing. Let me just be clear about that. We still need autonomous vehicles. We still need um um, different fuels, probably natural gas vehicles, things of that nature. We're still faced with those challenges, but it's not impending. It's not mandatory, if you will, um, for us in the state of Georgia. Yeah. Um, can we bring up Sophia's quote that, sure. I heard, that I can see some of, but not all sure. of? <laughs> yeah. So Sophia says, nowadays, I'm focused on making sure my team and I have some foundation and understanding of sustainability, because without that, we can't move towards the same objective. Right. She says learning and standardizing. That's that's actually a really good point, because if what I think about when I think about supply chain sustainability is going yeah. back to, you know, the planning side of yeah. that inventory, we talked about inventory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I see plastic in the ocean and yeah. fast fashion, like I think about overproduction. Yeah. You know, yeah. we have too much. What materials are we using? Are we using sustainable materials? When I go into manufacturing right. plants, do, right. do I see closed loop manufacturing? Yes. Do yes. I see that, okay, this scrap is now going to be used for this? And yeah. you know, we're Absolutely. reusing water, things like that. Absolutely. But to this point, you have the the company has to understand what that means. What yeah. data are we looking for? For sure. Um, and then going into our carbon footprint because we have five minutes. Yep, five <laughs> good minutes. Yes. So um, you know, balancing environmental and business goals, and that's what I was talking about, like with the with the um, the raw materials, right? Um, and making sure that we're not just taking, taking, taking. Yeah. And the supply chain is really at the heart of that. If you think about any sustainability goals that we have yeah. as businesses, the supply chain is, is the solution, sometimes also the problem, sure. <laughs> you know, sure. and, and can be both. Mm -hmm. um, so, so the environmental and business goals, um, it, let me say, I have, it's not all about CO2. Yes. Yeah. It's, sure. it's, it's absolutely not all about CO2, absolutely. but within companies, figuring out what is it about yes, and, and tying that to financial outcomes. Yes. I'm interested to know, Hope, from your side of things, because um, I'm thinking about years ago when 
sustainability was barely a blip on the radar. Right. It was it was on the radar, but I remember the um the conversations are um are very much based off of um hey, how do I tell my executives? Yes. How do I convince everyone yes. that this the is the yes. how, do, how do I convince leaders that we should be talking about this and that it's good for business? Yes. And now I'm trying to think that was maybe 2018-ish. Yeah. Yeah. 2020, it was kind yeah. of getting a little bit better. But mm-hmm. now in 2023, I feel like it's almost you know, like, are you not talking about sustainability, yes. you know, yes. in that, in that time frame? So what was that? Six years? Sure. Six mm-hmm. years. Absolutely. Right. So, so, so yeah, um, that is, that is where we are. Everyone is talking about sustainability and supply chain even more. It is good for business. Yes. Hey, Mark. Good morning. I see Mark is joining. Um, yes. We're actually on on the last couple of minutes, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. without, without saying coffee. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, if we can, if we can give a couple of in our last minute and a half here, um, some nuggets on su- supply chain sustainability. It's okay, Mark. It's 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 going to be. You can you can watch the recording. Don't give us a sad face. <laughs> you can watch the recording. And um, this show is actually every Tuesday. Um, and there are tons of other shows that Let's Talk to Supply Chain has um, going on. So everyone, make sure that you go read the um, articles that we were talking about. Yes. And um, Hope, we we have a minute. What are your last 30 seconds? And then I'll give mine related to AI, related to getting into the cloud, related to sustainability um, for transportation and logistics. Press your clients as much as you can for forecasting. We all know that the market is where it is. Please begin to implement sustainability within your company, no matter how small you are. Please begin to think about that and also consider the integration of AI. Yes. So from my end, um, because as I mentioned upstream, I can help you figure out demand forecasting. (laughs) Um, There are a lot of different ways to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of different tools that are out there. But remember, you can't automate what doesn't exist. Um, So in order for us to actually make any efforts and progress toward sustainability and toward improving forecasting, we have to really improve processes and yes. remember reskill and upskill people and yes. really just understand good data governance. Data yes. data is important. Yes. Um, so we're done. We're, we're done. done. 30 minutes. We will see everyone here. Same time, same place next week. All right. Have a great day. Did you know that the average cost of losing an hourly supply chain worker has reached $19,607? And that recent research shows that 77% of hourly supply chain workers are considering a job change in the next three months. This could have a huge impact on your productivity, bottom line, and culture. Workstep is helping supply chain companies to better engage their distributed 
hourly workforce at scale. Understand the true reasons behind their workforce turnover and take actions to make positive changes and reduce attrition. Workstep has successfully helped many companies reduce their frontline worker turnover by up to 36%. Visit workstep.com to learn more. Like to hear more from us at Let's Talk Supply Chain. We have plenty more content for you featuring the best and the brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com to check out the latest. Now, if you have a supply chain challenge, we have most likely had the solution on our show. So go and check out the website and check out our filter options, our search bar, put in the keyword and all of that great content will come up and you can figure out whether that solution is right for you. And remember to come back next week when I'm going to be joined by Chris from SDI. SDI is the supply chain solutions and services company that specializes in helping large multi-site facilities and plant maintenance leaders reduce cost and risk while driving overall performance results and outcomes. They've been around for over 50 years and are really passionate about thinking differently and challenging the status quo. So I'll be asking Chris all about that approach. Plus, I'll be quizzing him on predicting demand in an unpredictable world, harnessing the power of data to de-risk supply chains and bridging the gaps to find the balance between new technologies and legacy systems. This is going to be a really insightful episode so make sure that you don't miss it. If you enjoy the show, there's a, there's a few ways to support us. You can follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook. We're over on Instagram. We're also on TikTok. You can sign up for our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com and get your free copy of our supply chain dictionary. You can also go and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss out on any of our live shows or any of the content that we post there. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com. Plus, we have just launched the Secret Society of supply chain. And I know that joining professional groups are top of mind for supply chain professionals. And we have three groups for everybody in the industry. Supply Chainers is $10,000 worth of value for $180 a year. And that's full of exclusive content from some of the top leaders in supply chain telling us their best practices. Plus, there's a great opportunity to network. Then we've got a virtual monthly meetup for women in supply chain, professionally facilitated, and this is going to help you take your career to the next level. Now, that is $35,000 worth of value for only $2,200 a year. And then finally, we have a virtual monthly meetup for marketing professionals in supply chain. We're going to have many focus groups. We're also going to have experts come in. Plus, you're going to get a chance to talk to your peers about what's working, what's not working, and uh, how you can move forward for 2024. Now, that is $65,000 worth of value for only $6,500 a year. So go and claim your spot now because we are getting very full and very busy. You can head over to letstalksupplychain.com and on the homepage, pick the membership group that's right for you. Now remember, you can also head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show and you will be featured on an upcoming episode. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.